0: Good morning! I'd like to welcome everyone to worship. Thanks for being here today. Our mystery prelude, Kathy Hansen sponsored it in memory of Al, and it was sung at his memorial service. Did anybody get it? Wind beneath my wings. Also, Sunday morning's Bible study. They will not meet on the 24th or 31st. Also, tonight, Youth Christmas Heart of Worship. For the youth also new year's eve we're having communion at all three services the monday service we will not have same thing on christmas eve well service on christmas eve nothing on that monday christmas eve we have eight or we have ten four and 8. Ten o'clock is a candlelit service and some people really appreciate having it early and so what we'll candlelight and there's breakfast with santa and we'd love to have you. Just sign up. You can sign up on our website or in the town square. Also, don't forget to get a Christmas button. And if you don't like this year's edition with a witch on it, there are previous years also in a basket. So, And you'll find out next week why a witch is in our Christmas button. We rise for opening hymn. <laughs>
1: angels worship the
2: promised one all and worship angels work as messengers for the promised one reminds us that angels will accompany the Promised One at his next advent. The good news and the only gospel worthy of our worship, allegiance, and very lives. With the angels, we rejoice.
0: come forward for the children's message. Good morning! Good morning! I'm so glad you're here today. What's next week? Christmas! Christmas. Did did you decorate the house? Yeah, Yeah, you have a tree up? Yeah. Yeah. Lights? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's all getting ready. That's preparing for a great celebration. And we're going to talk about John the Baptist today. He prepared people for Jesus to come. He was six months older than Jesus, and he went out and told people, get ready, the Messiah's coming. And so we're going to talk about John today. And uh, what we're going to do as you leave, I love, it was a musical uh, production of God's from 1973, long ago. But we're going to sing, prepare ye the way of the Lord as you make your way to the lower level. But what I'm giving you today is a set of stickers with the nativity and angels and shepherds. And I want to thank you for coming up. And Mr. Seagrave will give us our instructions.
1: We're going to sing this three times. Recognize it the first time, and then you get to join us in the second time. Three.
3: testament reading for today is taken from the book of isaiah chapter 40 verses 1 through 5 comfort comfort my people says your god speak tenderly to jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed that her sin has been paid for that she has received from the lord's hand double for all her sins a voice of one calling in the wilderness prepare the way for the lord Make straight to the desert a highway for God. Every valley shall be raised up. Every mountain shall be made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Here ends the Old Testament reading. The epistle reading for today is taken from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 9-10. through 10. Yet now I am happy, not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led you to repentance. For you became sorrowful as God intended, and so were not harmed in any way by us. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death. Here ends the epistle reading.
2: Please rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel. Our Holy Gospel reading this morning is from Luke chapter 1, verses 11 through 20. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous. To make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Here ends the reading of the Holy Gospel. <laughs> we'll continue and confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father
0: And peace beyond you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So you know Baptists, they usually don't drink alcohol. That's why we sang on Jordan's bank the Baptist cry. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so if Jews do not recognize Jesus to be the Messiah, and Protestants don't recognize the Pope and his power, (coughs) Baptists don't recognize each other at the liquor store. (laughs) Getting hisses from the organ because Rick was raised Baptist. (laughs) Today I want to talk about John the Baptist. He prepares the way, and I give thanks to Steve and Rick for I threw them that idea this morning and they put that together, but that was his ministry. In Malachi 3.1, Old Testament, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. In chapter 4, verse 5 of Malachi, see, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before the great and dreadful day of the Lord when it comes. So Elijah, their ministries are very similar, how Elijah lived and how John lived. And so many called John Elijah because That was his type of ministry. But there's also confusion as a result of it. Many Jews have the tradition at their home when they sit Seder, they put an empty chair and that chair represents Elijah because he is gonna precede the Messiah. That's Old Testament prophecy. And we heard in Isaiah, one who will prepare the way. That was written 700 years before John was born. Jesus even makes the connection to Elijah with John. And if you are willing to accept it, he's talking to his disciples, he is the Elijah who was to come. Our old gospel lesson for today. Zechariah. he's a priest, he's from the tribe of Levi. The tradition at that time, because you would burn incense, it would be chosen by casting lots. Uh, this is no mistake. This is planned by God. The lot fell to him. Zechariah goes burn the incense. Angel Gabriel appears, tells him the great news. He's questioning. He and his wife are pretty old. How can this be? And the angel tells him, Okay, because you questioned me and God, you're not going to speak until this baby comes. Lucky Elizabeth, huh? <laughs> We're told in the sixth month Of Elizabeth's pregnancy. Mary finds out she's pregnant. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to the town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. You know, I always come to these words when somebody loses a child before baptism. God has given us baptism to assure us that in the waters of baptism, he creates faith. It's God creating faith, not the water. And if a couple had planned to have that child baptized and that child dies before the baptism, don't you think God's going to hold himself accountable? He's going to do the right thing. He's going to create faith in that little soul. Why does Mary run away to Elizabeth, the hill country? Well, remember, she's pregnant, not married. She's going to start the show. People are going to talk. So she sort of goes into a hiding. Well, John the Baptist is born, and he lives in the desert, wears camel skin and eats locusts, and he's a preacher. A different kind of man, but he's a preacher, and people love hearing him. Now, the Jews often said they took their confidence in eternity because they were descendants of Abraham. John says, and do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father, for I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. What should we do then, the crowd asks? John answered, anyone who has two shirts should share with one who has none, and anyone who has food should do the same. Even tax collectors came to be baptized. Teacher, they asked, what should we do? Don't collect any more than you are required to, he told them. Then some soldiers asked, and what shall we do? And he replied, don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. John is a straight shooter. He's not afraid to speak the truth. Now John never performed any miracles. All he accomplished was with his voice and God's word. John and Jesus, they're cousins. We really don't know how much time they spent together as children. I'm just not told that. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, a man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. And I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. John now knows Jesus is the Messiah. Now, John is very popular. After the ascension of Christ, Jesus gives the command make disciples of all nations, baptize the in and out of the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The apostles go outside Jewish territory and they run into many people who know John, who have been baptized by John, but don't know Jesus. That's how popular John was. An argument developed between some of John's disciples and a certain Jew over the matter of ceremonial washing, really referring to what we call baptism. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man who is with you on the other side of the Jordan, the one you testified about, look, he is baptizing and everyone is going to him. To this, John replied, a person can receive only what is given them from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but am sent ahead of him. Here's that wedding talk. Remember, Christ is the groom and the church is the bride. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him. He's like a best man. And is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine, and it is now complete. He must become greater, I must become less. Now John gets arrested, and we're going to get to the point of why he's arrested. He's thrown in prison. It's in prison, John sounds so confident about Jesus, and I don't know whether, you know, what he was going through, and he's in prison, He's asking the question, is, is Jesus really the Messiah? You know, sometimes we question. There's nothing wrong with that. He needs confirmation. He needs support. And certainly John must have looked at Jesus' ministry saying, you do things a lot differently. In Luke 7, for Jesus talking, for John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking, and you say he is a glutton and a drunkard a friend of tax collectors and sinners but wisdom is proved right by all our children what jesus is saying hey different styles same message same message so john sends some of his disciples to talk to jesus to get confirmation jesus said go back and report to john what you hear and see the blind receive sight the lame walk those who have leprosy are cleansed the deaf hear the dead are raised And the good news is proclaimed to the poor, Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. So he got that assurance. John will be executed. Jesus is very sad when we're we're told in Matthew 14. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. He needed time to grieve. Grieve his partner in ministry, the death of his cousin. Jesus would say of John, I tell you among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. John is the last Old Testament prophet. He's ushering in the New Testament era. God has been silent for 400 years. No prophet. No word of God. And now, John is the one. After John's executed, listen, Jesus, there's a lot of confusion of who Jesus is. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the son of man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. This confusion is found in other places also. We're going to talk about Herod. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch, okay, Tetrarch means four. Herod the Great died. Now, Herod the Great is the one who ordered the killing of the babies when he heard there was a king born in Bethlehem. Babies two and under. He was not a Jew, no Jewish blood. He converted to Judaism. He would make the temple that Jesus would be in very grand, very great. And and he did that to try to win the favor of the Jews because... He wasn't Jewish by law. So tetriarch means four. He had four children. He divided the territory among them. The tetriarch heard the reports about Jesus, and he said to his attendants, this is John the Baptist. He has risen from the dead. That is why miraculous powers are at work in him. Remember, we heard John did no miracles. Now Herod had arrested John. Now it goes back in history. Had arrested John and bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, his brother's Philip's wife. For John had been saying to him, it's not lawful for you to have her. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of the people because they considered John a prophet. On Herod's birthday, I had a good Bible verse that I skipped. I have so many pages up here, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias, the other scripture I was going to read, it said Herodias wanted John dead, because John is talking out against Herodias and Herod about their marriage. She wants him silent. On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias and we know from secular history, it's not mentioned in the Bible, her name is Salome. Probably a teenager. Daughter of Herodias, danced for the guest and pleased Herod so much. Now, we're not told it's a sexual dance. Well, usually when it's portrayed in movies, that's what's portrayed. We have no idea. Promised with an oath to give her whatever she asks prompted by her mother she goes to talk to mom not her stepdad she said give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist the king was distressed because of his oath you, you can't go back on an oath and his dinner guest I and mean, he said this in front of everybody he ordered that her request be granted and had John beheaded in prison his head was brought in on a platter and given to the girl who carried it to her mother John's disciples came and took his body and buried it. Then they went and told Jesus. What was the problem with Herodias? Now this is Herod Antipas. Herod Antipas. This is the Herod that will speak to Jesus. Pilate sends him to Herod, trying to pass off the problem, the judgment. That's who Herod is. Herod was married before. It was a political marriage to keep boundary lines, to, to, to keep their land and the other people to keep theirs and not, not go over. King Eratos, the Babylonian king, he married her daughter, his daughter. Well, then he went to go visit his half-brother. You think, your family's messed up. <laughs> he wanted to go visit his half-brother, Philip, And Philip is married to Herodias. He falls in love with Herodias. They decide, let's both get divorces and marry each other. Well, the king's daughter of Arabia, she goes back to the king, tells him what happened. Now, years will pass, but remember, this was all about keeping boundary lines. Guess what? The king invaded and made Herod Antipas look like a fool. Herodias is the granddaughter of Herod the Great. That would make Antipas her uncle. See how strange that is? So John was talking out against this, and they wanted him silenced. And they finally got him. Josephus also tells us the same story about the execution of John. Now Herod Antipas, because he messed up, remember these are all puppet governments. Rome really rules. Caligula, the emperor, would banish him to Gaul in 39 AD. John spoke the truth. Phillips Brooks, who wrote A Little Town of Bethlehem, I love what he wrote about truth. Truth is always strong no matter how weak it looks. And falsehood is always weak no matter how strong it looks. John lived those words, and he told the truth. You know, I'm glad Christmas is so commercialized. I really am. This is our season. It gives us an excuse to share the good news of this Christ child born in Bethlehem who came to redeem a broken world, who came to buy us back Who came to pay for our sins and in his death and resurrection give us eternity. This is our season and our opportunity to share the message and invite people to worship. People are looking for something to in. They really are. And give some thought this week. You know, some of us may need a John the Baptist in our life. Someone to tell us what's really wrong with us. All of us probably have something hidden. The dark recesses of our heart, a pet sin that we know is wrong. But we keep doing it. Maybe it's time to reflect. Talk to yourself like John would talk to you. Is that how God wants you to live? He paid such a great price for you because he loves you. And in love... Your love language should be the same, the desire to please him. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all human understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We rise for the offertory.
2: rise Lord not to dampen the joy of others remind us this week to rejoice always and to pray without ceasing Holy Spirit guide us so that our lives may be testimony of the wonders and the love of God so that others might believe through us rejoice in the Lord always I will say it again rejoice let your gentleness be evident to all the Lord is near today we pray for those facing health concerns Gordon, Bob Solstice, Beth Hamada, Liz Campbell, Ginny Shalm, Linda Lewis, Suzanne, Carl Buschakovich, Sue Zimmerman, Mike Dundas, Dr. Dale Robinson, Jeff Walsh, Kelly Fresnello, Joe Legault, Kate Trombat, <clears throat> Linda Christensen, Ron King, Amber Neeland, John Wardgeland, Rick and Carol Warnicki, Brian Leahy, and Tony Cornett. We pray for those in hospice care. Linda Boyce and Etta Unruh. We pray for all those in the Middle East during this time of war. We pray for all those serving in the military, police, and firefighters, for all world leaders to be receptive to godly counsel, and for all those suffering from other health concerns. Prayers of thanksgiving this morning for Rachel Garbrandt, who had successful surgery, and all those celebrating birthdays and anniversaries, our sanctuary altar flowers, placed by Paul and Green Chestnut in honor of their 56th wedding anniversary. Our lectern flowers placed by Kathy Hansen in memory of Al, and our chapel altar flowers placed by Tim and Kim Kennedy in memory of their mothers. <clears throat> do you humbly acknowledge and heartily lament your sin? If so, say, I do. I do. Do you believe that God, thy merciful Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ the Savior, pardoned all of your offenses? If so, say, I do, I do believe. Are you resolved if God prolonged your life? to live the remainder of your life in his fear and to his glory. If so, say, I am, I am resolved. Be it unto you according to your faith, and I by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ upon this confession assure you all of your sins are forgiven in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, The peace of the Lord with you always. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant to you his peace.